0: Welcome everyone. This is the DFS Bum. All right, coming up here Thursday we have the start of a new series. Denver Nuggets going to be taking on the LA Clippers, and then Toronto and Boston continuing their series. So uh, let's get into it. If you have not yet subscribed, please do so. We will be tracking these stats per round all the way up to the finals. So I'd love for you to join me on the journey to The NBA Finals. So, all right, guys. Starting off tonight at point guards, we have Jamal Murray coming in at nine thousand on FanDuel, ninety three hundred on DraftKings. Last game out, first game where he a little bit underwhelming performance. I mean, hell, Monty Morris uh, outscored him. Didn't really see that one coming in a game seven, particularly how he had played those prior games. But for the playoffs, thirty eight minutes and forty eight points. So. just been playing phenomenal prior to that last game uh where he only threw up 26 points he had 60 uh excuse me 60 points and 66 three games back 76 points um and then 32 and 20 and then before that the first game of the series 55 so you know every once in a while he's got that crappy game normally doesn't pull it two of them back to back um you know it'll be an interesting matchup with uh the clippers there particularly if patrick beverly looks like he's still a little bit banged up and so um you know i don't really know there between like Shamont and reggie jackson lou williams um i don't know i mean okay, it, it, i could almost see him putting kawaii on murray but I, I could see him having a really big series because uh, some of those other guys outside of uh, leonard I, I i see him potentially eating those guys up all right coming in the next tier below murray Kyle Lowry and Kemba Walker. Lowry's coming in at 7,800 on FanDuel, 7,500 on DraftKings. Lowry's performance, the first round, you know they they had swept, um, so a little bit underwhelming there. But the first two games of this second round, playing some good ball. First game, 34 minutes, 34 points. Last game, 40 minutes, 45 points. Kemba Walker. Last game out was a little bit disappointing. You know he had. Put up 28 points in 38 minutes. But before that, he had played 32 minutes and 37 points in the first game of this series. And then going back to that last series, he played phenomenal. He closed it out with a 49-point game and a 47-point game. That was against uh, Philly, if I remember correctly. Uh, We have Lou Williams here coming in at point guard. 5,300 on Fandle. 6,200 on DraftKings, a little bit pricey there been averaging 29 points in that first series 29 minutes so if he's gonna you know especially on that fan pricing you know that's he's been averaging almost six times value there so definitely a lot to like there other though the last two games out nine points and 11 points you know he played 16 minutes and 21 but before that he had 49 points and 34 minutes 22 points and 26 minutes 36 points and 31 minutes and 26 points and 31 minutes so he's definitely like a little bit boomer we have reggie jackson 4600 on fanduel fuck that price the guy 21 minutes and about 15 points of what he's been averaging 3800 on DraftKings. i definitely consider him but you know especially if like beverly's playing like that that's just a ridiculous price on fanduel 4600 like i mentioned we have beverly he's only really played that one game i'd imagine at some point he would probably be healthy he didn't really play much in the startup he had been that one game he Played twenty minutes and had twenty points. When he does play, he's about a point per minute, guys. So I don't know, you know. And, and again, he's forty three hundred on Fanduel, like him and Jackson. Like I, I just, I'd rather take Monty Morris at forty two hundred, you know, and and not and not worry about inconsistent minutes and whether the dude's even going to play or not, you know. So uh, so yeah, but if Beverly were to play, especially on DraftKings, that thirty five hundred price tag. Hell yeah, you know, that's it's not gonna take much. Even if he plays 20 minutes, if he gets you 20 points on 3,500, I mean, that's like six six times value right there. So you could definitely live with that. Uh, Morris, phenomenal game last uh, last time out. 24 minutes, 27 points. He's been starting the last couple games. Now, if we go back, look at his minutes. Um, the last three games, 18 minutes, 24 and 24. Production, when he played 18 minutes, was 12 points. Then the 24 points, about 17. 24 points, about 27. He got off to a relatively hot start that game. I'm not really gonna, I think that's kind of a ceiling game, even though he did throw up 28, the first game of that last series against Utah, but he played 29 minutes though. So, you know, I'm you know i just, I'm not, I guess though too, like I say, if it came down to where you had to squeeze a roster spot in and you only had X amount of salaries, I'd go with him over Beverly or Jackson. And you'd have Brad Wanamaker, but I mean, yeah, I mean, 3,600 FanDuel, 3,300 DraftKings is about only averaging about 16 points or excuse me, 16 minutes, about 12 points. So uh not really excited about his production nor potential for production. All right, shooting guards. We've got Paul George coming at 7,700 on FanDuel, 8,200 on DraftKings. You know, for the playoffs, that first series it averaged 35 minutes and 33 points. Two games back, that was, you know, I don't know, a little bit underwhelming with him. I mean, he's just struggling to hit that five times value, particularly on DraftKings. He's so pricey there. So buyer beware with Paul George. Van Vliet, on the other hand, he's 7,700 on FanDuel and 7,700 DraftKings. I just think that, you know, you're going to, he's just more of a commodity, proven commodity at this point, which is kind of weird to say. Um, But van vliet in the series first two games 38 minutes 44 points last game 42 minutes and 38 points so before that that uh one series i mean they they had kind of blown him out so last game he only played 18 minutes and uh but he had 26 points before that 32 minutes 37 points 43 minutes 46 points 38 minutes and 56 points so i like him over george you know i mean plain and simple particularly on DraftKings, when you can save them, you know, 500 bucks for yourself. Uh, we have Marcus Smart coming in 5,700 on FanDuel, 6,300 on DraftKings. You know, tale of two players with him. He came out that last series, 31 minutes at 10 points, the 29 minutes, 21 points. And even like the, you know, at that price tag in the low 20s, not going to cut it for you. Then he exploded 38 minutes, 36 points. And he came back 42 minutes, only 19 points. They started off this series, 30 minutes and 32 points, which that's, that's kind of what we're looking at. He's got to break 30 for us, you know, I mean, not to necessarily cash, but to try to get one of those top spots. And then last game, 38 minutes and only 25 points. So, you know, I like his minutes, but outside of that, man, you just don't know what you're going to get out of him. Uh, Torrey Craig, all of a sudden, um, I guess that last, or no, excuse me, I look, I, I skipped right over Powell. Uh, so we got Powell, really underwhelming performance with him, 4,700 on Fandle, 4,600 on DraftKings. For the series, or the playoffs so far, 20 minutes and 20 points, but that was really probably, I guess he had a couple games that first series where I, I kind of feel that those numbers might have been a little bit inflated. If you go back here, first game of this series against Boston, 26 minutes, only 10 points, and 13 minutes, only 5 points. Uh, now, Torrey Craig, 4,200 FanDuel, only 3,600 on DraftKings. Last couple games, you know, you kind of wrote him off in the beginning of the series, Then he comes out, gets you 21 minutes, 27 points two games ago. Then he plays 33 minutes and gets you 21 points. So again, if you, know, if you can get him at that 3,600 price tag, and he's getting you into the low 20s, he's going to break 20. You know, that's, again, that's, that's pretty decent value there. So not a bad pace to buy down laundry. Chimette. Um, I used to just actually completely write this guy off, but man, he went out in that series. He didn't play the first game. And then the second game, he went out, played 17 minutes, only had six points. So of course fade him. Then he comes out 27 minutes, gives you about 25, 26 points. Came back next game, 23 minutes. Only played 15. Then he did 22 minutes. 22 points and 37 minutes and 24 points. So, same thing with kind of Craig and Shamat, both of them on FanDuel at that 4,200. I'm not super excited about that, but man, on DraftKings, he's 3,800. So, you don't know. Yeah, I mean, not a bad flyer. Now, Gary Harris came out his first game back two games ago. He played 20 minutes, only had eight points. Definitely looked rusty this last game out. 26 minutes, about 17 points. And they had him in there in the fourth quarter, a little bit more crunch time. Now he's 3,900 on FanDuel and 4,200 on DraftKings. So, you know, if you play both slates, I'd probably, you know, fade the guys that are over four grand on FanDuel, throw them in your DraftKings, and then vice versa with Harris there if you want to try to diversify yourself potentially. All right, small forwards. Kawhi's coming in at 10,500 on FanDuel, 10,300 on DraftKings, averaged 56 points. So he's just, he's one of the superstars that's not over 11,000 right now. So I'm definitely liking him. We have Siakam coming in at 8,200 on FanDuel, 7,900 on DraftKings. Came out that last game, gave us 46 points in 43 minutes. First game, 33 minutes, only 23 points. His production and the startup's been really up and down, 27 minutes and 30 points. Kind of hard to see what what kind of guy you're going to get. Are you going to get the 23-point guy or the 46-point guy? You know, I don't know. Um, I do think his minutes are going to be tending to be in the upper 30s, though. That first game, if I remember correctly, got a little bit out of hand, so his minutes were probably down, but whereas that last game, it went right down to the wire. And they're down, uh, what, 2-0 right now. So you know, Toronto's going to come out ready to play. Uh, We have Jalen Brown coming at 6,800 on FanDuel, 7,400 on DraftKings. I mean, for his price, for how much cheaper he is, uh, particularly on FanDuel than Siakam, I really like him. 29 minutes, 27 points for the entire playoff series, but he's coming off a 35-minute, about 39, 40-point monster game there. Before that, 31 minutes, 27 points. And uh, that first series, a little bit quieter than the first game. He had 38 minutes and 49 points, but outside of that, it was pretty underwhelming. He had only barely broke 30 points. And again, like he needs to be in that mid or upper 30s with that sort of price tag for us to be able to take down those top top spots. And Obi came out, good solid game, 5,300 on Fandle, 5,100 on DraftKings. He gave you 38 minutes at 30 points. Before that, 33 minutes, 25 points. That first series... He came in 34 minutes the first game, 27 points, 36 minutes, and 25, 33 minutes, 21, 25 minutes, and 24. So he's he's just a good, solid, consistent dude with a reasonable t- price tag there. So I look at him. I mean, he's got just as good a chance um, to hit value, you know, compared to Brown and Sackham, and I really like him. we got Jeremy Grant now, and, you know, his minutes, I was really wondering about those once uh, the playoffs started they but they've made they've been consistent He's been averaging 34 minutes about 20 points. but if we go back the last couple of games here, let's start with game seven we'll work our way back. He played 35 minutes and only had nine points, 34 minutes and 22, 40 minutes and 22, 35 minutes and 17, 25 minutes and 17, 27 and 20. and then the first game was really only a game that mattered where it was relevant 39 points and or excuse me 39 minutes and had about 29 30 points. So, you know, at that price tag, I mean, he's definitely could get you in the mid-20s and upper 20s, but you want not bet the farm on him, that's for damn sure. All right, power forwards. What do we got here? Jason Tatum coming at 9,200 on both slates, but averaging about 39 points in 30 minutes. Series last game, 42 minutes and 51 points. Before that, 37 minutes and 33 points. Again, that first game. Maybe a little bit more of an anomaly just with the way that the game played out. Um, you'd probably expect most of these games moving forward to be a little bit tighter. Ibaka continues to come out and play a good, solid ball. 6,500 on Fandle, 6,100 on DraftKings, but only averaging 20 minutes, though. Again, that first series, maybe a little bit of an anomaly, um, but almost 30 points. So, you know, and, and the first game, he did come in at 26 minutes and 26 points. Last game, 26 minutes and, and 35 points. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess they're down 2-0. You know, Boucher, I didn't even bother him. He would be a center, like, keeping his stats. They'd play him a little bit. But I got to think that, like, between him and Gasol, their minutes are going to creep up a little bit because they're basically doing just, I mean, really, a Southern man rotation. They're bringing in Powell and a back off the bench and again like they played Davis a little bit and, and Boucher but not enough to even really count um so you know I don't know he's a he's a tough call me for a GPP player and playing 100 to 150 lines I definitely have representation from him but if I was playing a handful of lines I don't I'm sure sure what I would do with him tough to say um because it, it's just so much outside of Tatum just so much boom and buzz potential at power forward we have Porter coming at 5,100 on FanDuel, 5,200 on DraftKings. Last game out, 20, 26, 27 points, but he only played 17 minutes. So, and he's only been averaging, actually had been averaging 26 minutes, 23 points for the playoffs, but before that, yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess, you know, though, with his price tag, the thing about it is he was around that price tag of Ibaka, where he had been like 6,500 to start. And then with his production, and his minutes going down, that's that's what I do like with him being in that price tag. And actually, you know, honestly, Tice at 5400 on FanDuel, 5300 on DraftKings, I probably like him. I just think he's got a better matchup going against Toronto than what he did when he was matched up with Embiid. First game out, he gave you 25 minutes, at 37 points. In this last game, he played 30 minutes, at 28 points. So honestly, um, out of all those guys out of sight, I mean, and normally, like, I mean, I guess they should have their same position in FanDuel, but um, I wouldn't, definitely wouldn't be afraid to match up Tatum and Tice together and pair those guys up. Uh, another option here, we've got Morris, Marcus Morris, 4,800 on FanDuel, 5,400 on DraftKings, averaging 32 minutes and 29 points. Last game out was really crappy game for him. He only played 10 minutes. at had 13 points, but before that, he was playing pretty solid ball. The price tag is there where he can get you easily get you over 5 times value getting that 6 to 7 times value. Uh, but again, he can really be hit and miss. Paul Millsap speaking of hit and miss. Yeah, he gave out 5 points and 12 and 8. <laughs> 35 point, you know, mixed in there. So not I I mean, I I make a point actually like I did that the last time uh the the other night they played. I made like 10 laps with him in the beginning, and then I just took him out just because I just to have a little bit of them. Um, I mean, I maybe mean, not 10 laps, maybe like six to 10 laps or whatever. Just to have a little bit of him, and then psh, he was gone. J. Michael Green, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't chase that down. Same thing with Grant Williams, uh, the, you know, with uh, the power forwards there. They're just, they're just might not even really play enough to be relevant. We've got the Joker. Coming in here at centers, 9,800 on FanDuel, 9,500 on DraftKings. Averaged 45 points at 37 minutes. So, again, a lot to like there with him. And then outside that with the centers, we're in another position where it's really boom and bust. Harrell's only down at 4,900 on FanDuel, 4,400 on DraftKings. Been only averaging 18 minutes so far and about 17 points. He did have a 35-point game um, a couple games back. And that blowout, I'm surprised they even played him in the end. Probably more conditioning. I mean, I would probably take Zubak at 4900 to be honest with you. It's the same price on FanDuel, 4800 on DraftKings. He's coming in. If you look at his production, like I mentioned, Harrow was just all up and down. Um, but Zubak, going back that first series against Dallas, first game, 22 minutes, 29 points, 18 minutes, 8 points. That was a crappy game, but then he came back. 29 29 minutes, 25 points, 21 minutes, 21 points, 23 minutes, 28 points, 33 minutes, 27 points. He's about a 1.2 point minute producer and he's like gonna give you 20 to 24 minutes. So he's honestly, I mean, really, as far as value is concerned, the joker at that price tag averaging 45 points, I mean, that's not really cutting it here. We want him to ideally get over 50. So to some degree, I think Zubox probably and maybe even Robert Williams, who I'll get to in a sec, are probably just as likely to get you some hit some value. Now, too, Gasol, he's forty three hundred in FanDuel, forty two hundred in DraftKings. First game out, he played twenty five minutes, gave you nineteen points, twenty one minutes, eighteen points. And like I say, I, I think just they they need to stop fucking around, uh, Toronto. Like I mean, they're down two to nothing, and uh, you know, I mean, I you know Gasol and Ibaka, they're both older and whatnot, but I mean it's do or die time there's no what's the worth of saving them um if there's not gonna be another series so if Gasol gets up there and he gets in the upper 20s with his minutes I really like him on that price tag you know that's that he could destroy value I I I think he's got a 30 point game in him man that fucker man I, I think he's got one in him in this series and one of these games like he's just gonna bust bust open uh Cantor Hasn't even played the last two games, so it just looks like between the matchup, he was better to go against Embiid. And so he was the backup guy at Robert Williams. Um, he was kind of surprising that first game. He came in, played 18 minutes, gave you 27 points. Um, but then the coach had kind of come in and just basically said he earned those minutes. So he came back the next game, 17 minutes again, gave you 18 points. And um, when he played prior to that, I mean, you know, I, I feel pretty good about him, being almost about a point-per-minute guy so um i definitely like him over plumley plumley hasn't just flat out been playing about 10 minutes you know i guess unless the narrative the joker's not yet to really get into foul problems if he does plumley is about a one to 1.2 minute we are getting down to where we've got these smaller slates there's only two games so that's a guy you know if you like if you had joker and plumley like you know for me for example um that's uh you know playing like a lot of lineups you know maybe you have some jokers and you throw in a couple of Plumley, with the idea of joker gets into foul problems which you can see that happen against clippers that uh and the clippers maybe a little bit bigger team too that maybe uh Plumlee gets a little bit more run they used to play the both of those guys together but the, with the emergence of like Jeremy Grant, Michael Porter, that's just not really happening anymore. So I think that's the thing is normally Plumley would give you a, probably about an 18 minute run at a given night, um, you know, I mean, 16 to 18 minutes, it's just not happening anymore. But if that does change, cause that's the guy I'm gonna keep, you know, it's the new thing when you start these new series, and if uh just because of the matchups you know just keep an eye out on him he's kind of like a dark horse guy where he might become relevant and you might be able to get him at a relatively decent price range um so yeah that's that's uh I think yeah there seem like oh yeah I know I was gonna mention and here's something too um right now speaking of two games and maybe another strategy with some of these guys that are kind of like the boomer or bust guys. So I'm playing in the single game tournament. So it is kind of nice in that like Kelly Olenek's perfect example. I completely faded him from the main slate, but he could come in and do potentially well. Son of a bitch, man, the dude had like 16 points in the first half. So I threw him in that single game slate. So guys that I do fade, if you're if you're kind of have that strategy like me, it's kind of nice because we have a two-game main slate. And then the first single game on Fanduel, I mean, it's ten grand for first place. But then the latter one is a hundred thousand. So that might be the thing. Is like if you kind of fade some guys from the main slate, maybe you pick some representation of those guys up in the single game slate. That way, if they do happen to go off, you've kind of hedged your bet a little bit. And um, you know, maybe you didn't you didn't do very well in the main slate, but maybe it'll allow you to uh, do well in one of those single game slates. So yeah, that was what I was gonna mention there. That that to me I think seems just like a great strategy to be honest with you um you know particularly if uh you're playing a fair amount of lines and uh you just don't know what to do with some of those guys where you don't think they're going to do in main slate but um as you know like you just hate to see those guys bust a whole slate too and so like I say I think that's a kind of like a happy medium to keep that diversity so all right guys I hope you kick some ass uh Tomorrow, if you do get a big win, definitely share it with me. And uh, like I say, if you're not subscribed, please do so. All right, guys, take care, and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace out.